0: Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. You know, i got to say, I want to thank each and every one of you fellow Slingers out there that are listening to the show and enjoying it. And as I said, please, anytime you get an opportunity to pass that, that excitement along to anybody that you think that might like this show... I also want to say thank you for all of you that have left your five-star ratings and reviews on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. Uh, we're out there on all the major ones. Uh, I Just just the other day, I was kind of going through Apple podcasts just to see how we we're doing with the ratings and reviews. And so far we're all five-star across the board. And I'm, I, I can't thank you guys enough for that. And for the awesome uh, reviews you guys have left. In fact, I'm going to take a moment just to read a few of them. Uh, this one says awesome. If you like DD, it's a must add. We'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Great hosts and entertaining from beginning to end. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you. That was from Rikulu Spontaneous One. Uh, sorry about that. I know I probably butchered the hell of it. Another uh, review. Delta Green is dope. Keep up the great work. By the way, we do have several Delta Green uh, actual plays that we've posted on the website and through all these podcast apps. Another one, loving the Delta Green. Keep up the great content. Thank you very much. Another one, great show, funny characters, and an interesting campaign setting. Definitely a different vibe than your average dungeon delve in a good way. Uh, and we got all the rest of them are five stars. Well, can't really see that on audio podcasts. All that to be said, please, on whatever podcast app you do listen to the show on, please leave us that five-star rating and review. Like I said, it really helps with the with the algorithm, algorithms, zim, zim, zim. I keep screwing the word up, I'm not changing it, algorithms, and it really helps boister the show. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Let's just jump right into this next episode, episode 31 of our Dragon's Demand run through. So warm up those dice and top off your glass as we present to you episode 31 back to Belhame.
1: I panicked for a little bit when I, you made me roll that perception. I couldn't find it on my uh, hero lab first. I couldn't either. I, I rolled it off of uh d and d because i still have my uh d and d beyond up you know what that's totally fine like i said until we get fully uh
0: interacted with with all this stuff uh just do what you can the numbers are pretty seamless right now because nobody can see what we're doing you know
1: yeah so
2: junior in the yeah. top right of hero lab there's a oh dive- i think
1: yeah, I figured it out real fast. I just I just at the moment I was like wasn't prepared. I was looking at the screen but I didn't see the uh the skills on it.
2: Yeah, just yeah, cuz you don't have I mean you've got um it depends on the um the view that you're in. Mm-hmm. But but you can roll the dice next to the perception as well. I,
0: I actually think that the skills oh, okay. will probably be more frequently used than yeah. than your attack rolls and stuff.
1: Yeah, it, well, were. it's in the uh, left bottom column. So if you scroll up a little bit, you'll see it on your main page. Where it says skills and you click it. And, yeah, but, yeah, but
2: uh, you have yeah. to be in play mode. You have to be in play mode on, like click character under play. Uh-huh. And then all of your skills and anything that requires a dice roll will have a dice icon next to it. Right, yeah, that's where that I'm later. at now. Yeah, I just didn't see it earlier. To- it it will not show up though if you click on skills under your abilities. Oh, that's why you need to, be to under characters. On Un- anything under play, will have um, a dice roll icon if if you're going to roll a d20 for it. Speaking of play, let's oh, okay. do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: let's do it. Let's do, do it. it.
0: Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard Twenty podcast. It's your trusted GM, Brian, with me, the Hard Slingers.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, episode
0: thirty one of our dragon's demand run through, and we are fully incorporated into the Pathfinder 1e mechanics and rule set as we run this adventure path for you. So you guys have just gone to the baroness's house. She invited you to stay as she waited until the following morning for you to give your after action report. <laughs> yeah, of what happened back at the bloodval Lair. You guys informed her and then she then, uh requisitioned the four of you to go into hung clay's manner which almost aligns with what stubby what you wanted to do already was you guys wanted to get in there she basically told you guys that she wanted you to uh she was given she sent out word to hung clay's nearest next to ken about his death what to do with all of his stuff the reply was inventory the stuff and then sell it off at an auction And so she then offered you 5,000 gold pieces to do it. You're trying to come up with a better idea of maybe getting 20% of the proceeds. So right now, you guys are sitting at the table, the breakfast table. You guys have just gone back and forth with this. And she looks at you guys and says, well, I'll send out a raven as soon as possible this morning. In the meantime, I suggest you gather as much information about Hunkley's manor as you can. Uh, I think that Gregor Lenton, who was one of the headstone masons to build the tower, he's usually over at the uh, masons guild hall or possibly at Greyhands, the, uh, the only tavern in town. I don't know if you had the pleasure of meeting Grengold Gregor is a great guy. Anyways, be gone. She gets up from the table, grabs her cup of of coffee and goes out on the back. Forty or whatever, drinking it. Arnold follows her, basically leaving the four of you at the table alone to figure out what you want to do.
3: Um, I look to the others. Well, this will be a pretty penny. Um, twenty percent or not?
2: Did uh, we ever get paid for our services for defeating the kobolds? Yeah, there's
0: a sack sitting right in the middle of the table with five hundred gold pieces. Yep. Right, oh, there. did I miss that?
3: Yep,
2: giant yep. Uh, yep. bag in the front of me.
3: Yeah, yep. I might be able to buy you some. <laughs> the, that points. bag is is not full of breakfast muffins. So, uh, well. Uh, Let's take this and go to a more discreet place.
0: Just out um, of
3: curiosity, Ward, are you wearing your ring again, or is Stabby still yes. wearing your ring? Okay. No, yes. I handed
2: it. I handed it over.
3: Yeah. Um, By the way, Stabby, when you were wearing the ring, it was probably like a little warmer than you might expect, and larger
1: well <laughs> i gotta um, remember is i see what little you're,
2: fingers another half <laughs> another little person joke <laughs> it's racist um uh Stebbie says to warren yes i i would like someplace more discreet so that we may um converse uh openly as a group
3: um let us let's take a a quick stroll into town um we, I imagine it's going to take a, a couple of days to inventory um, everything so we can reserve rooms at the inn. And then uh, that would be at the Wise Piper Inn, correct? Yes. D- uh, yeah, I think
1: that's the only inn, right? That is the only inn. That's the only inn. And then we also stayed. Did we stay at the stables one night? No, no you arrived at the stables though. We, we arrived we at, the out out at the bar. Okay. Yeah,
2: we hung out at the bar where the half work uh, blacksmith was.
1: Yeah. Gray hands,
2: yeah. We encountered the um exceedingly inebriated uh bartender that evening.
1: Nope, that wasn't the bartender, that was the oh, that Liz, uh engineer sorry. or the
3: that was a Greg that, goal? The Linton. Mason. Yep, yeah, the Mason guy. That was the,
0: the, that yeah, was the foreman right. on the, the job that built Hunkley's Manor. Uh, what was she's she, sir, she, Lenton L E N T O N. She's unaware that you actually met him. She just told you who to go look for,
3: right? Um. Um. Anyways, the let's go reserve some rooms at the inn. I would actually like to pick myself up a little bit more of an appropriate weapon too, if the smithy's open. Okay, but other. Other than that, let's, uh, we can go have a more sanctioned conversation with Mr. Lenton. So you guys leave the Devi Manor. You go
0: back down Green Hill Road, past the Sunset House on your right. You see that somebody's digging digging up dirt in the cemetery at area. Most likely it's that individual that uh, you had met uh, at Hunkleys Manor, the undertaker, mm-hmm. he was standing next to deputy mule. You find yourself where you get down to the old quarry road. And if you go west, you'll cross the bridge and then go into the town proper, where you start seeing
1: a whole array of, of places. I think I've sent you guys this map several You're times. Not mm-hmm are, uh, so it's yep. up to the right hand side as we're walking up towards the river we are going across this way right here oh.
3: tell me what cool. you'd like to do uh i, I think we're just going to make a b line for the end real quick for the end okay that's mm-hmm. no i don't know if you guys still have that map but it's number four which is
0: right on the edge of the bank of the river Actually, see it right there. I believe this is the the livery stable, right here, Dodgian's livery livery stable, mm-hmm. and this is the Wise Piper Inn. Perfect. So you guys make your um, way. You notice that the town, even though it's it's still fairly early, seven o'clock in the morning, seven thirty. It's uh, the town's already starting to pop. People are getting up. They get up with the sun. They start doing their chores. Uh, there's no electricity so obviously they go to sleep when the sun goes down or they do other things when the sun goes down and as you're walking around you start noticing people and the people notice you and even though you're clean and everything some of the people are actually kind of smile and they point at you and they kind of whisper to themselves you know like point <laughs> yeah you know occasionally somebody gives you the thumbs up or whatever and uh they just kind of continue to go
1: about their business There's no one at the inn right now. Like in No, no, no. Of it. the Inn is twenty four hours.
3: So Okay. Um, um okay. would you like we'll, to? uh we'll go in and um Warren will uh go up to the innkeeper and kind of just not greeting and let her know um we'd like to reserve what, two rooms for three days? And again, you still see the same individual, Talia, who mm-hmm. was the
0: individual that met you on the first day. And she's like, Oh, look at who came back to my end. Of course, you could have your rooms for three days. How many rooms would you like? One room? Two, if you have two, them, please. Two. All right. That'll be five silver a piece per night. Um, the kitchen opens up at six, closes at six.
3: Warren will just give her like a gold.
0: She's very excited to buy that. Takes it, puts it in her apron. Call on me if you need anything and I'll make sure that your rooms are turned over very quickly. I appreciate that. Does she seem, um, by the way, good job. I heard what you did, the four of you, and let me just say that the town is very pleased.
3: How heroic you are, you acted, uh, Warren. Just kind of nods, and we are uh, glad that we could be assist- assisted.
0: <laughs> we don't, uh, we don't yet know the the mental damage she may have sustained, but. We all know that we're very happy to have her back. And she goes, oh, and she heads off to another table who's waving her down and she starts filling out their orders and stuff. And you you just know that your rooms are on the top floor, room 201 and 202. And she starts going back and doing, busing the tables and feeding the other customers and stuff.
2: Uh, Stebby looks at Warren kind of with a, a perplexed look um and and says did, did you catch that she said she and her her mental state who is she speaking of I'm curious uh, I'm
3: I'm wondering if she's talking about uh the baroness
2: and and did you notice the last time that we were here Warren she seemed uneasy and and this time she seems... A little more at ease. yes, I am a little curious about that. Her demeanor is is puzzling to me. Mm-hmm. and and I think we should ask her who she who she means, you know, her mental state. right. agreed. We should call her back over when once she has completed with this other customer? Yeah. okay
0: a few moments later, after she's laying down plates and starting to move to another table, she looks over at the four of you still standing basically in the middle of the room. And she just looks at you like, what's up, what's up guys.
2: So we'll, I, I'll motion to everybody let's, let's take a seat here in the inn and then wave her over.
0: She sees you guys take a, take a seat at the table and head over and pulls out her, her marker and a piece of papaya paper and begins to Prepare to write your order. What's it
2: gonna be, guys? I'll take a uh a steak and an ale. Very good. Good choice. Um,
3: just some coffee for me. Coffee? Half elf, what do
0: you want? Uh two ales. Two ales. No food. No food. Dwarf? Drink his breakfast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Side of the truth. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't serve that here.
2: <laughs> we'll just take coffee for now. All right. Uh, Talia, it is, it's Talia, right? Yes, Talia. Um, Talia Oram. Um, you, you made mention, um, you know, as you were thanking us for for our uh, work in the kobold layer. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, you, you mentioned. We're very
0: glad to have her back. Thank you.
2: Yeah, you mentioned her, um, and you said something about her mental state. Um, who, who exactly are you speaking of? Well,
0: the one you rescued, of course, ofrey Oh, the daughter of yes, the of his uh, sonder, Malik. Yes, she, she was held. Are, she was. We, we thought she was dead. She, She's been gone for a couple of months. We're just happy to have her back. I don't know what her mental state's going to be like. She's already pretty. Batshit, as a part of my French, if that existed in Galarian, but
2: part of my Galarian. <laughs> do, do you know where, do you know where she is now, you She's staying with her mother. Do, do you happen to know where that is?
0: Yes, it's uh, would be the farm just on the other side of the Verduren Fork River, just to the south of town.
2: Okay, and and I didn't quite quite. What was her name again? Beaufray. Beaufrey was her name? Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: Her hey, mother's hey. name is Isidore Malik. And I'm sure that she'd love to meet the individuals who brought her daughter back safe and damaged. <laughs> Not quite sound, but... <laughs> well, unfortunately... It's just good I... to have
3: her back of course of course we'll definitely have to pay our respects and make sure she's settling in thank you talia
0: after a few minutes she takes off about 10 minutes later your food and coffee's arrived she hands it out you know don't worry about the bill i'll take care of it this time and then she goes back on her business you guys finish eating your grub it's probably about quarter till nine at this point get the whole rest of the morning going for you
3: Sirkin, are you uh uh just enjoying life now that you're back among the living?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling a little loose too after those ales. Uh feeling
3: good. Normally I see dwarves double fisting it, not the half-elves.
2: Uh, you know, say love me, you know, almost died. Might as well enjoy life a little bit.
3: Fair enough. Um, let's uh
2: in Rome.
3: Oh. No Pompeii. <laughs> Just enjoy
0: the yeah. volcano going
2: on.
3: <laughs> yeah. um, let's uh, go up to our rooms and we can have a more private conversation, plan things out, and um, make sure that we all have our gold. Um, and Warren will get up and kind of lead everyone up to uh, one of the two rooms that we reserved. It's very non. It's a very
0: nondescript room. It's got two bunks in there, dresser with a basin, a basin of fresh water, uh, a couple cups, uh, glasses on the side, whatever, and
3: a short two drawer dresser. That's it. Okay. Um, will put the sack of gold in the middle of the table and kind of gesture to Stabby. Like eat you it. You, <laughs> uh, Say that again. Eat it. <laughs> no, we'll just gesture to Stabby if if you want to count it out for everyone. Um, You're have I'm the rogue assuming. Count it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the rogue count. It. sure, Stabby. Stabby has proven that he may be uh, quite ruthless as it, when it comes to acquiring gold, but um, he's still got the like everyone's best interest. So, um, and then, uh, so what is going to be our uh plan here for dealing with the manor? I'm assuming we're just going to do have it be fairly straightforward. Um,
2: Warren, I do not trust the Baroness, something is wrong. I do not like the way she treats us. I do not like that she looks at us as disposable, even though she's paying us, she is hiding something. And I would like to know what it is.
3: Um, I do agree uh, on much of that. However, uh, I would also make you aware nobility does that. Believe me, I was in my cousin's court for quite some time and before that um, I was in other courts that is how they treat the riffraff as <laughs> the underlings are. I said they treat the shit um, so I am perhaps a little bit less surprised by um, our treatment than you are um, that said as she has explained the situation um and the position that she is in i do believe that she is telling us as much of the truth as anyone in her position would i do think that there's more certainly and i think that we may find some answers in hunkley's manner but
2: she's lucky i haven't cut her throat yet
3: damn
0: that that I really mean, <laughs> Went a few <laughs> levels, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Went to zero to, to homicide real That's quick. That's <laughs>
0: right. Holy shit.
2: Stubbies I got some does, new skills under my belt. Stebbies uh, was a slave at one point in his life, and he does not take kindly to um, uh, others speaking down to him and treating him as less of a person. And how
0: how has being a rogue and, a, and an ex-assassin served him
2: after being a slave. Uh, he has lived a comfortable life. Um, he also has uh, lived his life in a way that he does not allow others to um, shift his destiny or point him in the in his destiny. Um, and, and he just doesn't stand for people talking down to him or getting in the way of his happiness. <laughs> his happiness. <laughs>
3: um, I believe, uh, well, I take your point, Stabby. Um, I think that the truth lies somewhere in between our point of views. I'm sure, As I said, I'm sure she's hiding something. And you, you may be right. There is more that she's being dishonest about. But from everything that I have seen and from my experience, she has been as, as above board as anyone in her position to anyone in our positions would be. I don't know if you have any other insights, Sirkin or Flint.
2: I'll I'll finish with this, Stabby will be done at this point. My life is not disposable, and neither are the three of you. Your lives are not disposable. I have come fond of our time together. And I I look out um, not only for myself, but the three of you as my companions.
3: And hence why I have no problems with uh, Stabby counting the gold. If nothing else, I think it's a nice distraction for him. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Stabby.
1: Flint will give a little bow towards Stebby for what he just said. And with that, um, he would just comment. Well, whatever the Baroness wants us to find and do inventory on here, I think we should be cautious on what items we actually report on the inventory list.
3: Yes. Um, and as I had stated to the Baroness, I think if we do find anything that points to Hunkley being um, in league with the Kobolds and certainly if we find anything um, in regards to him and Iteparaks, um that that needs to be we don't necessarily need to tell the Baroness if we decide that that is more prudent, but that is something that I think we should keep off the inventory.
1: I call so. dibs.
3: That's good. <laughs> so, anything that pertains
0: to a Tipperax, you're going to keep off the manifest, correct? Yeah. Correct. Okay. okay. And not give it to the Baroness or not give it to the next of kin.
1: To be determined. Okay. Yeah. Right now, I think the whole party just feels like. There's another side of this story, but we're kind of getting sent in blind and we're not exactly sure what we're going to find, whether it's going to help the Baroness for other intentions or, you know, we don't even know the next of kin. We never even knew Hunkley had someone next to kin. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you never, you never even
1: told... knew of Hunkley before
0: you came to the town either.
1: Yeah, so. but from what they were saying, he was a loner and he liked to spend most of his time in his manor. That's true. He never come out. So
3: he just yeah, seemed we like don't... he isolated himself we don't even know who this next to kin is like th- what their position is or anything. maybe we'll find something in his manner could be yeah. there's like probably... a whole like family tree spread out on the wall
1: <laughs> oh that
0: makes sense probably the only person that could give you any kind of insight about the manor was the individual that actually drew you a map of that manor.
1: mm-hmm is that uh Lenten? Yeah. Well, it's early morning, so. I won't assume that uh, we would find him at the Greyhands. Maybe we could. Uh, are you Lenten. sure? Oh yeah, he was the drunk, huh? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we could probably find him at the Tavern.
3: So. Um, I think once we split up the gold here or finish splitting up the gold here, which I believe it should be 125 for each. That's correct. How um, did then, you pull that one piece of gold out of that bag? No, I, Warren paid it out of what he had. Okay. Um, And then I believe uh, we should, I, as I said, I wanted to make a very brief stop at the smithy. Um, was, but I in, and that was, I was the in... one that um uh,
0: that Flint had those 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 pieces of
3: equipment crafted, right? yeah, mm-hmm. okay to yep look at the and here. sirkin. I'm sure his armor saved his butt a couple times in the caves. Oh yeah plenty of times. Yeah. So well, uh, before,
1: before we leave the rooms, uh Flint also wants to try to set up a method or way to uh, know whether our doors were tampered with, if someone went into our rooms or not. Like some kind of a fishing string or something like that. Something or
0: Okay, go and make a uh... Hmm. Give me a, a craft check on that.
1: I don't see craft on that. Sorry. It should be just below climb. As I have climb, but underneath I have uh, diplomacy.
3: Yeah, I don't see that either. Come on. Yeah, there's oh. a lot I'm of tired. skills that, this... unless you specifically add in here, right. in the lab. Go ahead oh. and make a, uh,
0: a dex check for me then. All right. We apologize to everybody out there listening to this show. We're still new to these mechanics.
2: <laughs> Carry it's the tried. one,
0: change the <laughs> n- denominator with the numerator. Twelve, okay. You think you've you've rigged something up that would probably do what you were hoping to do? Do you guys leave the gold in the room? No, no, oh. never. We're gonna put it on our person. You guys are each gonna carry one hundred twenty-five <laughs> pieces of gold, huh?
2: Yeah. Was oh, there like a bank in the town that we can like possibly deposit some of this money?
3: Like a, fi- a financier's guild.
2: Yeah, maybe earn some interest. I don't
1: know.
3: One <laughs> doesn't trust the banks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta look for this on this thing. Of all the stuff I've been bank? researching on this, that's like the one thing. Oh, there is actually. It's called um uh, well, you have to ask. ask who
1: the DM?
3: No, Help someone in, in, in town. You smart
0: ass
2: motherfucker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: have have uh Flint has rigged our rooms. Correct?
3: Yes. You
1: okay. believe so.
2: <laughs> okay. Um so go downstairs, talk to Talia and see if she um, could tell us perhaps of a of a suitable banking establishment. House.
0: She looks at you and she's uh, all the all the major towns uh, businesses use a uh, Grelin and Sons. They're the the money changer. They're, they seem to be fairly trustworthy. They don't charge a whole lot of interest. They're they're more to the north, though, of town, all the way up the uh, Devy Road. You just want to pass Belheim Road. Actually, you want to turn right on Belheim Road, and then there'll be this second building on your left.
2: Okay.
0: And you guys are currently on Canticleer Road, and you know that if you go to the west... Uh, it's where you guys are with the Wise Piper Inn. It's actually on the corner of Canticleer Road and Devy Road. So if you just get on the road, make a right, and go up Devy Road. When you get to Belhaime Road, make a right. And it's the second building on the left.
2: Okay, so Devy Road. Go just north on Devy and then hang a right on Belhaime.
1: Yes. Yeah, so building and- 35. <laughs> 34. 34.
2: Second on the left.
1: Oh, second to the left. Okay. Once you're on the road.
2: Yeah. Okay. Is uh, uh, Stebby looks around? Is the rest of the party with him?
1: Yeah. It would have oh, yeah. by now we would have come down. And... Yeah, I'm sure everybody. I thought everybody was together
0: on that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Actually, um... you
0: know what 35 was, right? Flint. It's
1: Greyhands Tavern. 35 was the tavern. You're a dwarf. Right, perfect. Sniff that out.
0: Smell okay. something. So tell me what you want to do. You want to take that money up to the lender or what? Yeah, we um let the lender to the bank. We're not let. <laughs> well, I mean the, the money, the money changer. The money changer, sorry. Okay.
2: Stebby here's the word lend lender. interest. That means that somebody is going to take some of his earnings. He's not interested in that.
3: You're not interested in interest.
2: Not when I'm giving somebody money to hold for me. <laughs> um,
3: uh, I believe the blacksmith is just across the street, right? He is.
0: Cool. That would be a uh, Bacchus Smithy. That was number yes. sixteen, almost right across the road, right across uh, Can- Canticleer
3: Road. Excellent um warren is going to uh walk over or let everyone know that he would like to go there and then lead the way
0: even as you guys step out from the wise piper Inn, you could hear the fall of hammer banging against metal across the street see the the wisps of black smoke rising into the sky from
3: whatever fire is just being bellowed alive uh before going in warren looks at like the soot covered sign and just gestures at it and cleans it and then walks in
0: and you like i uh mentioned before it's it's more of like a gate that covers the front area of this building and it's Mm -hmm. it's outside they have tarps that have that are as makeshift awnings over other areas that are deeper, um, mm-hmm. but the the main building itself is well shaded and, and made of wood and whatnot. But he's doing all of the stuff out front at one of the forges, and you see his his helpers are banging away and stuff. Some of them are working leather, putting steel studs into the leather belts and stuff. And Bacchus looks up and sees you. You, you remember his his orcish features, and he looks at <laughs> <actually>, you. Uh, <laughs> look who decided to come back. I see that uh, what I made you managed to do quite a bit of good back at that cobalt lair. Especially you there, dwarf.
1: Ah, yes. How'd that rope work out for you? Rope and climbing gear was excellent. God, I told you it would work out. What can I do, you gents, this time around?
3: Uh, I'm just interested in expanding my... um, arsenal slightly uh do you have a rapier that is currently made not currently i could probably get something for you in a couple hours Uh, if you
0: would that would be great yeah you know i'm not the only uh individual around town that might be of use to you there we do have other people around here that could possibly help you out in some ways you know we got a old dublin back towards the uh sunset house along the ridge he i know that he has a lot of other unique items out there anytime we get a, a chance we like to help one another out around here and chance smithy he's he does quite a bit of work too for me when i get a little overloaded coming up from the south where usually the first people that other people see so they they tend to overwhelm me with a lot of work i mean it's mm. possible they might already have something like that built for you
3: Well, yes, but you've proven that your work is uh, solid and reliable and uh, I uh, kind of pat... It is. (laughs) I pat a Sirkin uh, on the shoulder and it has certainly saved our companion, which we do appreciate. Well, we all know
0: how wafy those Elfies are.
3: (laughs) I'm just joking with you, Elfie. Warren just kind of like looks at uh, uh, looks at Bacchus and looks at Serkan and then kind of like looks down at himself as he is like nearly a, a, a stick figure Warren <laughs> like, Warren kind has, of chuckles. Warren has the, the, the features of an aristocrat he um, uh, yeah all he needs is the pointed ears and
0: I'll tell you out. what we got a saber that we could re- re-profile for you Make it into a beautiful rapier. I get two of my guys. I get Huey and Dewey on it right away. Sound like something you're looking forward to having? And that would be appreciated. Thank you. All right. You know what? I'll cut you a deal on it. You need anything inlaid in the handle? You want some beautification to it? Tell me what you give me, or you want me just to kind of feel you out and tell you what kind of put it together how I think you would like it.
3: Warren actually uh takes not his his ring, his uh magic ring, but takes uh another ring uh, off his finger, which is a signet of uh Bell Hames, and says, Could you do something stylized like this on the hill? He looks at nice. it.
0: That's the the crest, the Bellham crest, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Crap uh, how the hell are you did.
2: That's oh, a beautiful
0: crest. I've never seen something like this before.
3: Oh, yeah, it's, I get it's uh, a little
0: older. You, you don't want me to use the ring. You just want me to use the crest, right? Correct. Okay. He walks over. He's like, I promise this won't damage the ring. And he kind of puts it in some kind of a like powdery charcoal of some type and dips it in there a couple of times. And he puts it on a dabs it onto a, a real white piece of leather and presses it down, and he pulls it away, you can see that the crest has been transferred to the leather. And he hands you back the ring.
3: There you go. Just put a little water on it. It'll be good to go. I actually just take it my hand, gesture at it, clean it off. And then put it hey,
0: that's on. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get a chance, can you clean my sign out front? Appreciate oh, it. Oh, already did. Might have to use your hand later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me, about a, give me about an hour or so. We'll get that handled for you appreciate Literally, it. Literally we'll get it
3: handled. It's got no handle on it, but we'll take care of it. I know you will. Thank you. This I look at the others it, did anyone else need anything?
2: Uh Stebbie would would uh, you know Nighttail gave him a dagger um that one that
0: you would recognize.
2: I did. Um I recognize it, but I I with everything that we've been going through I I uh, I don't recall if this dagger has any special properties or not um is this something that the uh the you would might...
0: you would know that this particular dagger is is a, a weapon from the silver kindle assassin's guild which you had been part of It's it's just a silver blade is all it is okay uh whether or not it has any magical properties it's it's highly unlikely you can make an arcana check but
3: uh I don't think it probably would do you any good right now. Other than um, what it is, if if you ask it, if you ask Warren, Warren can actually cast detect magic right
2: now. Um, I'll I'll belay that for now. Okay. Uh, and I'll I'll put the uh, the dagger back into my sack.
0: Did you actually pull it out or no?
2: Um, I had just had it in my hand. Um, yeah. getting ready to um, talk to the to, to the smith if, if he could provide any details about it. He looks at it. Are you presenting it to him? Uh, I am. Just uh, presenting the dagger to him if, if he has any comments about it.
0: That's quite a piece of metal you got here. Kind of takes a chomp on it a little. Silver. It's highly unorthodox for a dagger. Usually we would Expect to see some kind of a composite metal or something. It's, yeah, you know, fighting werewolves or diplomats. <laughs> You're not fighting diplomats, are you?
2: Um, you know, uh, no. no.
0: <laughs> he spins it back around in his hand and hands it back. You should probably keep that on your person. I don't want. I don't be responsible for your blade here.
2: I'll take it back and put yeah. it in my bag.
1: What about you, Dwarfy? You need anything? Nope. Your your work was excellent. Thank you.
0: Always is. Be sure to leave me that five-star rating on review on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Elfman? What can I get for you? You need some
1: more
0: armor? That one looks kind of beat to hell.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you can make some repairs to the armor, I'd appreciate that. But um... try to
0: get those teeth marks out of it, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. First one's on the house, takes it, hands it to one of his other boys, who looks at it, throws it in like right into the coals, and you immediately start to see it glowing hot. Don't worry about it, I'll take care of it for you.
2: Okay,
1: okay.
0: Gotta make the metal
3: malleable, you know. Of course. Um, let's, I turn to the others and say, let's uh, return in, a, in an hour or two. Okay, so he
0: bids you adieu.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You guys free to go wherever you want
3: to go.
2: Do we, we want to go we... to
3: the money changers or do we want to go to Gray Hands first? We need to
2: get rid of this money that we have. That's okay. weighing us down.
0: As you guys I mean, start making your way up the road, Debbie Road, you start hearing hammer falls behind you on metal. <laughs> it just starts to sound like somebody laying a railroad. You know, just all the Hammer Falls and whatnot. As you guys are making your way north up Devy Road, of course, you see uh, the crossroad of Bellham Road. And you see right on the corner of that, the Greyhands Tavern. You hear boisterous sounds coming from there already, even at this early hour in the morning. Almost sounds like one person, though, kind of making a cacophony of him of his own voice basically entertaining himself you know that the
1: money changer is across the street from that here's somebody licking the bottom of a shot glass
0: <laughs> come on give me another one i'm good for it you know i am just piss in my mouth i'm okay <laughs> 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 At least light it on fire first. So you see that the money changers right there. Doors closed, but it has an open sign on it.
1: Hmm. How big is this
0: place? The money changer place? It's probably, yeah. let's say maybe 30, 30 foot square. Hmm. It's nicely painted.
2: Stebby will uh, enter the establishment.
0: Person, as, you, as you open the door, oh. you hear the customary bell ring when the door hits it. I'll be there in just a minute. You see this velvet curtain that separates the front half of the room from the back half of the room. All along the walls, you see framed uh, certificates, you know, money changer of the year, you know best kept secret all this other shit all along the walls a few moments later the curtain parts and mm. you see this stout stubby balding man come through he closes the curtain behind him and says, yes what can I do for you fine gentlemen on such an occasion as today
2: beautiful weather we're having you would uh, like to query um you what what services you provide for qu- uh depositing coin into your establishment Uh, are you meaning to store
0: your money here yes oh we have all kinds of security benefits we have all kinds of safes down below we have arcane locks we have piercer locks we have chain locks and of course the price is according to whichever level of security you want to to take on It could be as much as two percent per day of your total amount there or sort of as a half a half a percent per week. Uh
2: how much how much to store um just gold in a a traditional safe? 0.5% for the week. We
0: only do it as a week. We don't shorten the days.
2: And it's how, how do you how do you guarantee the safety of of the establishment um when you're not here?
0: I would love to explain that to you, but that's part of the allure of my business. My business has never been broken into, and I like to say it's because we keep well guarded secrets.
3: How much are we talking? Ten thousand uh,
0: gold. Twenty thousand
3: gold. <laughs> Uh, as he's saying this, Brian, I'd like to discreetly cast detect magic in the background. Okay. Is that a um, passive? It's a... a cantrip. Okay. You see um, that. Go ahead. So basically the longer that I have it up, um, the, uh, and I can maintain it up to three minutes. Um, the longer that I have it up, the more information I get. So basically the first run I get, um, I basically can tell, um, if there is magic around me. Um, and then the more, uh, the more rounds that I focus on it, the more information I get. So I'll get like, by the third round, I'll get strength and location of each aura. Um, you know, I can see if specific items are, um, uh, if specific locations are, um, uh, and you know what type of magic they are. Okay.
0: First round, as as he's explaining this, just to be, I'm so imagining this is going concurrent with what he's talking to him. You get a glowing aura about the front half of the room. The next round, as he's explained to you, to be, what kind of funds are we talking about? Ten thousand gold. If I eight thousand. Second round, you see what appears to be almost glowing humanoid entities moving about. How long do you plan on keeping it here? Like I said, it's a, it's a flat rate one week at a time. You see one of the entities maneuver its way towards you, Warren. And then all of a sudden, everything blinks out as though the magic itself has been dispelled.
3: I uh, like while stabby and and this guy are, are conversing, Warren will kind of like uh, eyeball or will kind of like maneuver so that he is kind of within stabby's line of view and then he he gives a thumbs up or the equivalent of a thumbs up like as in this place is okay.
2: Okay, Stebby nods um or he kind of puts his hand upon his his forehead um motioning to Warren that he he has seen um, you know his attempt at letting him know that this is a safe establishment. Um I respond to the banker and say, "Um not 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 as uh, much gold as you speak of, you know, perhaps 500 gold uh for the week." <laughs>
0: I can keep that in my my cash box here. It's just as safe here as it would be anywhere else in the my business here. But if you want to pay the the point five percent, sir, um,
2: can I attempt? Um, I'm not quite sure what.
0: You're coin's to... safe here, laddie. Trust me.
2: Okay, Stebby will. Um... He'll, he'll take a chance and, and deposit 500 gold. He takes it and he,
0: I'm going to trust that there's 500 gold here. It feels like 500 gold. He puts it on the counter, puts a box on it, closes his eyes, raises the box, and it's gone. He reaches behind the counter and he pulls out what looks to be like a, a red metallic chit and he hands it to you, to and on it says 500 GP.
2: And and can you describe again what the item is?
0: It looks like a, like a metal chit, like a square piece of metal, it's, uh, probably three inches per side and maybe a quarter inch thick. And it's like tinted red. And on it is stamped 500 GP. Okay. When you're ready for your money back, laddie, just bring back this chit. You should know, no chit, no shit. <laughs>
2: okay. But I, you uh, know, don't lose your marker, boy. Okay, I'll take the uh, the chit and uh, nod at, at Graylon and thank him for his services. It's growling, but who's counting?
3: Enjoy the day, laddie.
0: He goes back through the curtain, closes it and you guys are just left alone in the foyer again
3: or you you anyone who's looking at or may notice him actually like kind of like looking in the air like around like like spacing out no <laughs> more like-, like he he looks like he's trying to see something that's not there oh. um i just looked down to Stebby. is, is there so do you want anything else here
2: no i'm i'm satisfied i'm complete with what i needed to do here
3: okay uh come we'll we'll, we'll talk and he, warren will lead the way out all right
0: so you guys um, have deposited money what, would you, what else would you like to do i
3: later? think we were gonna head to gray hands next yeah
1: it's either gray hands or the uh Mason Gilhall. Mm, I now think Grayhands is pretty close, but, right? Yeah, I think we heard, we might have heard him or, you know, Grayhands is popping off already. It's like 10 a.m., but <laughs> he's lit. Totally he's lit. lit, man.
0: So you guys make your way back to Grayhands. Of course, you hear this. Greg, you better shut the hell up or I'm going to throw you out. It's not even past breakfast yet. I could handle it, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. Don't worry about me. <laughs> like, I'm good for it. You know those guys that was with me the other day? They're going to my bankroll, man. Rangel, don't make me throw you out.
3: You hear this coming from Greyhands. I make an after-you gesture to, like, flint and the and stabby like warren is not dealing with this
0: as you enter
3: who's entering first
1: oh, Well, we go in first
0: flint as you open the swinging doors first thing you see is the barkeep pointing down at this dude on his knees who's already pissed himself and he's looking up with this empty glass just fill it up i'm good for it and that's your boy
1: Grengle right there, oh. Grengle. Flint will walk over towards the table where Grengle is. He
0: what? looks up at what? you. Is he the guy that settles the
1: tab? He'll settle the tab. I'm telling you. And the Kinda barkeep gestured. He, he looks gestured at you with the barkeep. Yeah. So, uh, Barkeep's there too, right? He's there. She's yelling it. No, it's All not. Right, it's not the wise piper in. It's
0: uh. This other guy named Grey Hands. He's he's the owner oh. of the tavern.
1: Yeah. Gray so Hand. to Grey Hands, I'll kind of just give me a minute with him. And uh I'll return back to Lentil and be like, dude, it's not even breakfast ain't over. What's going on? How can you be this pissed drunk? They got mimosas have off, man. I'm alright.
0: It's got barley, it's got wheat. We're eating something somewhere.
3: Right? Woke up yeah. thirsty.
1: Where are you boys? Does that, mean been? That he, does
3: that mean if we give him toast and uh, orange juice, he'll get drunk off of them? Uh,
1: what can I do for you guys? I, I know you, you came for a reason, right? Yeah. Uh, Flint's actually going to order him some breakfast, see if we can get him to sober up a little bit. You say
0: swirlo, gray hands look at you. It's like, I just want you to know he's already into me for half a gold today. He ain't got it on him. And now you're
1: ordering more. I'll toss him a gold coin and hopefully this will cover everything. He catches it will be back with some
0: cold cuts and some thick-ass bread. Sober his ass up. We're all 86, all of you. All right. Much appreciated. He disappears. As he's as he's walking behind the bar, he starts taking all the bottles off the counters <laughs> that have anything in there, so he doesn't want to leave them behind. There gonna be Don't insult me. I'm not going to take anything again.
3: Again? So obviously you have before. So he looks at the, uh, four,
0: pulls out a chair and just kind of slumps into it. What happened? Well, I, I already told you everything about Hunkley's
1: place. What well, more you want? We need to gain access to his home again.
0: I heard it was open. They found a dead cabal on the on, on the front porch. Got a little barbecued, but. As he's explaining this, you see Swirlo come back out, and he lays this platter of cold cuts and bread, and just kind of pushes it towards Gregor. You better eat up, because these guys have vouched for you, old man, and kind of cuffs him upside the head, and walks away. And i be like that. Bro. Starts eating his food, trying to you know drinking some water, trying to get back up on top of things and stuff. After a few minutes, he's kind of. Whew look uh i don't know they'll get like this i just I, i've seen a lot of shit go sideways in this town i'm sorry man i just i don't know too much about hunkley's Manor.
1: i what else could i tell you you helped design and build the place minus some of the outside contractors i mean yeah the guys that never came back yes including my foreman well,
0: Went there one night to deliver some more stones. Two days, the guy never came back. I would I was afraid to go ask. I knocked on the door. That old wizard opened it. He just looked at me. I didn't even have the courage to ask him. I just turned around and left. I knew the answer.
1: Is I won't there, go back. We don't need you to go back, but if there's any chance that you might be able to maybe get us the layout of the blueprints that you had prior before he contracted everyone from outside of town. So you want the actual
0: hard blueprints?
1: Yes. As I nudged the plate closer to him. You know, uh, when
0: Hunkley commissioned me to build that house, he. Described it and I drew out freehand and everything and I said okay I'll I'll take care of this and he said he wanted the blueprint when I was done making it. Aren't you glad I kept a copy? And I'll see you next session.
1: Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Look at you. I was like shit, man, we're gonna have to Dig it. Dig through the the whole house to find the fucking blueprints.
2: Right. He'll get
1: you that copy.